What were you gonna say, Johnny? Uh, I need to talk to Joe. Oh. Last evening, Joe, I watched what the hell happened to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, really? Yeah, it's wonderful. It's okay, now can I see it in my? It's it's out now. No, it's only on Veeps. V e e p s dot com. What is that? What the hell is that? That is an app. It's an app. I don't. I'm not doing it then. I don't know what is it. V e e p s. Yes. Dot com. Get everything off out there. Lights. Oh, I have something for Joe too regarding TV. What? Um. The Ken Burns thing, American Buffalo. I watched 20 minutes of it last night. Yeah. I now am fully aware of why I don't like Ken Burns, and it has nothing to do with the way he puts together these documentaries. Um, it has nothing to do with his political stance or bringing race into it. it. It's 100% due to his haircut. <laughs> He does have a bad he does haircut. Have a bad bowl haircut. When I watch he anything that he's in, in, you know done, all I can think about <laughs> is him sitting there editing this thing with that god awful haircut. Oh, you know I can throw a real. You can go on the thing. We are. We have. I been. can throw a real monkey into the wrench, based on no a monkey piece into the that, wrench. Uh, what? What did I say? Yeah, <laughs> that was right. You can throw uh, a monkey I, uh, in the wrench. Matura sent us a piece from Montana. And uh, it turns out, you know, how do we know the Indians were native to what is now the United States? Have you ever heard of the Montana man? Yeah, Where yeah, his I DNA have. goes back 55 generations. 55. Which means uh, we don't know what that means. I don't think anyone is from the United States. A lot of people, a lot of people like to move. <laughs> a lot of people move there. Uh, a lot of people like to jog. A lot of people like to move there. I got a lot of stuff pulled aside. Um, shut me down on all these. I'm going to go through them for you. Court documents reveal, and we brought this up yesterday. Court documents reveal extreme public pressure on prosecutors. George Floyd. I still have it in my menu. I don't know if I'll get to it. New teachers trained to believe parents have no place in kids' education. Where did you get that? That is from Alpha. I don't have that. It's interesting. Uh, Powerline blog. Oh, this is the one I emailed you, which I thought was great. Powerline blog. The Daily Chart, what do Americans care about? I have it in front of me. I like that. That's going to be brought up. And that's it. There's a big ship coming into two harbors that I'm watching. I've got uh, some. And I had a dream about you that um, I had interpreted. I had this dream this morning <laughs> after work. I laid down on the couch, and it was about you. And uh, so I called Dawn and had her interpret it for me. And um, what she said is quite shocking. So that might be something for the council later in the show. Uh-huh. And I have uh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. I got some interesting okay, news from Chicago, <laughs> which as it portends to maybe forecast our future. Uh, we now know what okay, Minnesota is doing with some of their extra money. I have a very unusual job offering that the state of minnesota has posted okay. uh, we're fine we got a lot of we got a, a lot of people like to have this a lot of people which one do you guys like better okay kenny 
Okay, Kenny. R- uh, Royce's. Royce's. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> Who's the Kenny. first one? Okay, Kenny. That was from, from, uh, it's from a commercial. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh. Wasn't she even referring to our Kenny? No. no. Oh. <clears throat> our Kenny. Did you send me a... And John and I are going to drop a bomb on Blink. you during the uh, news segment. Joe, what when Kenny spam? speaks, I can hear radio dials changing <laughs> channels all over the Twin Cities. Great line. Great that was so good. <laughs> you should, you know what you should do? You should play that one as a liner right before I do an ad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, do it. Or do it, do it after Schooner or our Schoonover segment today. Ads. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Yes. I Hello. need Frat Eco Grund and Precision. Kenny, outside of the schoons, I need a maple grove and a seaf. And a uh, quick are you back Monday from killing? Me? Yeah. I'm not killing anybody. Oh, I, I thought I... you were going deer hunting. Oh, that's in November, Chris. Damn it. <laughs> but you are back Monday. Yes. Okay. Monday. John, you forgot Monday. North American yesterday. Did I really? Yes. Why am I so senile? It's part. It's actually my fault because I played the long Matt Otto intro. Oh, so. that's right. I'll blame you. But please don't forget today. <laughs> okay. Rook, at some point, I need Welter and Masonic. Welter and Masonic, okay. <clears throat> Boy, it sure is time for some new... Eco-fun copy. Who's their person? That would be... Uh, That's a good question. It's not... Is it Chris Ron? I don't know. Joe, you know what? I don't know. Well, I mean, you know what the date of this is? September 13th. It's a month ago. That's right. Joe. A lot has happened since then. That's right, man. You know? That's right. Did Anne margaret dance in every single movie she was in? Why do you say her name? Then you I got to look her up. Not dance in carnal knowledge. However, she was nude. Scantily clad? Well, nude. No, not scantily. Overrated. And Margaret? You are crazy. Wow. I just wanted to piss all four of you off at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got to punch him in the she's face. She's not overrated. I got news for you. Isn't she deader than hell, though? No, no she's, she's not dead, Chris. She's, oh, no, she's she still died. alive. A lot of people like a lot of people like Anne Margaret. Large buxom. Ruck, ruck, quickly go to Ilhan Omar's Twitter. So we blew up what? Seven hospitals? We didn't blow up anything. Seven. There's all sorts of forensic evidence to suggest that this was not the Israelis. There's no. Uh, there's no. Uh, what the hell happened to that ship? <clears throat> the ship is the... gone. Uh oh. Did it sink? You know what it was? What? These idiots, they hide their ammunition in hospitals. Right. And so they accidentally blew up their own hospital. I think they blew it up on purpose. To cause the outrage? Yeah. yeah. Now, Biden was there. He gave remarks. <clears throat> now, he's already on his way home, right? Yes. Yeah. He has no idea, Joe. Yeah, the video of him getting let off the stage was... I didn't see Did he it. fall? No, but he had to be pointed in the direction. No, you got to go this way. He I, thought he was in Galveston. Have he you seen the no meme where, where Jill Biden is talking and they send the ice cream truck behind and he just turns and he just starts walking toward <laughs> the ice cream truck? It is hilarious. 
Uh, what am I looking at, Ilhan? I have it here. Uh, well, apparently she has still not taken down a tweet blaming yeah, Israel right for the hospital bombing. Does she have two Twitter? Well, she retweeted somebody else's post about this. What does it say? <laughs> bombing a hospital is among the greatest. Child genocide in Palestine, 614 children murdered by Israeli IOF forces. No, and, that's not right. Right. It's a photo from... 2013. Well, I have one that says bombing a hospital is among the gravest of war crimes. The IDF reportedly blowing up one of the few places, blah, blah, blah. They, Maybe they, she they, did both then. The, the IDF uh, did not blow up the hospital. Right. I mean, you got to believe something, right? Let's not talk about what shows up on Twitter. Well, we <laughs> are if it, it's her. Well, you know your own policy. I know, but it's her. But and That's why I'm having Rookie look it up. I'll have to unblock her. And the emailer is trustworthy, Timbuk2. I don't know why he calls himself such a silly name when he provides such good material. Maybe he doesn't want his boss to find out he listens to the show. Maybe that's it, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, she has two. It looks like she's got a personal account and and an official account. Well, on the one, her last tweet was in February... That uh, doesn't this sense. other one is 10, that's, 20, 10 that's, 7, 23. That's a pinned tweet, Matthew. Well, that doesn't make sense either because we're talking about a bombing that happened yesterday. So here, listen. I'm scrolling. Twitter.com slash Ilhan MN slash status slash yes. a bunch of numbers. Bombing a hospital <laughs> is among the gravest of war crimes. Okay, I, what's the date on that? It's 21 hours ago. All right. That's be, the one I'm referring to. I think that's You're going to verify for me that that is, in fact, on her Twitter feed. Okay. Was that her personal account, Matt? Uh, Mom refugee, <laughs> a congresswoman for Minnesota 05. Yes, it looks like it is. Okay. Followed by Governor Tim Walls, Randy Shaver, Jacob Fry, and 69 others. She has 2.9 million followers. Yeah. Fredalini's heart. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rolling, Joe. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1174, October 18, 2023. 87 degrees on this day. That was in 1950, and I can tell you that there's there's some more records coming up from 1950. I think they had a beautiful, warm autumn. I know that can't happen, but it the record books show it. And then it was 18 degrees on this day in 1972. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, Uh-oh. John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here I'm having a deep thought, King. Fireworks for you, Jack Andy, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Having a deep thought. We've discussed frequently how difficult it is to just sort out the news and satisfy yourself that you're getting the straight answers on things that you're curious about. That it requires us, for example, to search. Many different sites. We try to be fact-based. We fail occasionally. Now, for example, 
Uh, rookie, verify for me that Ilhan Omar has recently tweeted blaming the Israelis for blowing up a hospital in Gaza, killing innocent children. Her quote on Twitter 21 hours ago, bombing a hospital is among the gravest of war crimes. The IDF reportedly blowing up one of the few places the injured and wounded can seek medical treatment and shelter during a war is horrific. The uh, As near as can be determined from my reading, the Israelis did not blow up the hospital. The hospital was blown up as a result of an accident brought about by Hamas, uh, being the the cavemen that they are, storing ammunition in a hospital. For example, there was no indentation on the roof of the hospital to suggest a, a, a downward spiraling missile. There, the, the Israelis did not blow up that hospital. In fact, wasn't most of the damage in the parking lot of the hospital? Yeah. My point is this. Uh, Ilhan Omer has uh, uh, 2.5 million followers. Is that correct, Rick? Yes, uh, 2.9 million. And she has what unfortunately has become an extraordinarily safe seat in in Minneapolis. Repre- she's District 5, is that right? Correct. And so now when it comes to believing things, her people are going to believe her. I don't believe her. This is making for a tough life we're living. I don't believe anything from Ilhan Omar. I particularly don't believe anything that can be corroborated suggesting that she's lying. And I submit to you, GLers... You can you can do your reading and you can read a number a number of sources, and if you put it all together, you are comfortably able to conclude that the Israeli Defense Forces did not blow up the hospital. Yes, you and the other. So, room. when Ilhan made that tweet, she was tagging a tweet from the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Correct. That tweet from twenty three hours ago reads. The Gaza Health Ministry says at least 500 people killed in an explosion at a hospital that it says was caused by an Israeli airstrike. So, Joe, I click on that tweet. Mm -hmm. That takes me to AP, where I see another tweet from AP 17 hours ago. Update. And this is from AP. The massive blast that killed hundreds at a Gaza City hospital, the Hamas-run health ministry said, Hamas blamed an Israeli airstrike, while the Israeli military said the hospital was hit by a rocket misfired by Palestinian militants. So you're right. I believe. But the waters are so muddy. And who to believe? And that's our biggest, one of our biggest concerns right now is who do you believe? But look at the forensic evidence, uh, the shrapnel. Uh, is on the inside of the hospital. There's no indentation on the roof of the hospital to suggest it was it was bombed. It it appears to have been an explosion from within. Right. Well, uh, that uh, I, I think Ilhan. But my point being, everyone who Ilhan Omar appeals to is going to believe right. Ilhan Omar. Sure. Yeah. See, and where you've been correct all along, and I applaud you for this, don't get your news from social 
No. Because your social is showing you and rein- showing you what you want to see and hear and reinfor- reinforcing your views. It is not giving you both sides of the issue. Right. And as we said before the show started, uh, yes, I don't want any news from social. But when it comes to her, I have to break my rule because of her significance to us. And hold her accountable. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's news to hold her accountable. Yes. I think, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm comfortable believing that the truth is the Israelis did not blow up the hospital. She is telling her followers they did. Uh, that, that only exacerbates this problem. It prolongs it. It, uh, it creates a mess that she apparently is very uh, willing to have created. Israel... IDF has said... But you're getting this off Twitter. uh, Yes, I'm getting this off of the AP line from Kenny. They say they have a recording of uh, two Hamas operatives. I'm telling you, this is the first time that we've seen a missile like this falling, and so that's why we are saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. The other guy says, what? They are saying it belongs to Palestinian Islamic Jihad. It's from us. It looks like it. Who says this? They are saying that the shrapnel from the missile is local shrapnel and not like Israeli shrapnel. What are you saying? He's saying and then there's silence. And then he comes back with, who are, who God is, bless, oh, it couldn't have been found another place to explode. Never mind. They shot it from the cemetery behind the hospital. Who is the he here? These who, are two Hamas operatives. Two, two Hamas they shot it from the cemetery behind the El Amandi hospital, and it misfired and fell on them. There's a cemetery behind it. This is almost done. Yes, it's uh, exactly in the compound. Right. I think all we can do here in the once great Northland is look at everything we can, and I have, and I'm going to believe on this occasion, I'm going to believe the Israelis. I believe it's war, and I believe anything can happen. But I think the Israelis are saying, oh, wait a minute, we didn't do this. And I believe them. Just as an aside, in this country, I'm not going to a hospital that has a cemetery on the grounds. That's a bad optic, isn't it? Yeah. Not far to go, it is, is it? Right. Just, it is. I, don't, I don't like that. Shove them out the back door and there you are. <laughs> yeah. The Garden of Eden. <laughs> The Marble Orchard is right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not down with that. Okay, well, Ilhan, I, I find you to be troublesome, and uh, I, I also find that you know how to play your crowd like a violin and that she'll continue to win whatever office she wants to win because people do not critically think. I don't think she can go any further. She, there's no way she could run for Senate. May we? May I think um, I can keep this all related. Yes, oh, you in the no, back. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the squad. That wasn't the only member of the squad to make make some news. Yeah, yeah. Rashid? They've all been noisy. Uh, no, uh, AOC. Well, she's trying to save her ass on the third rail. Right. What does she come up with now? Well, she appeared on Newsnight on Whatever CNN. That is, yeah, on CNN. Um, and asked about um, <clears throat> Palestinian refugees. Yep. Should Arab countries be taking on the lion's share of the burden to absorb what could be over a million, if not more, refugees from Gaza? 
I think there's something to be said about the region's partners being able to support and step up Palestinians. However, that does not abdicate the United States from our historic role that we've played in the world of accepting refugees and allowing people to restart their lives here. This poor woman uh, is in so far over her head. Well, you're saying New York might already have some problems? Yeah, we're going to turn to Chicago for that in a moment. But let me stay related to the idea of uh, of of Ilhan Omar uh, in no danger of losing her electorate, in my estimation. Right. The uh, there's a great poll out now, a Gallup poll, and I'm getting it from uh, the Center of the American Experiment, the Powerline blog, on what what do Americans care about. All right. It's not the things that the liberals in the media would have you think. Climate change. Uh, The Gallup data below dates uh, to last spring, but with the exception of the war in Israel, nothing has materially changed since then. And it's important to note before you go any further that these are fill in the blank questions. Mm -hmm. These aren't leading questions where you have options. These are questions they asked um, and you had to answer with what was in your heart. Well, as they point out, the important part of the Gallup methodology is that this survey is an open-ended survey. That is, it does not present respondents with pre-cooked issue options to select from. Yeah. Or does it lead the respondents with clever framing to drive the result, as many surveys do? Notice that climate change does not make this list. And race gets only 4%. And liberals wonder why so many Americans think they are out of touch. Now, I'm going to relate this to Ilhan Omar. I'm going to link it. Uh, The top 10 issues named most important U.S. problem. What do you think is the most important problem facing this country? And again, those surveyed had had to think for a moment and then write down what they wanted to say. It wasn't multiple choice. It wasn't offered to them. Uh, The government slash poor leadership leads with 18% of respondents. (laughs) The economy in general, second place, 14% of respondents. High cost of living and inflation, 9% of respondents. Immigration, 8% of respondents. Guns and gun control, 7%. Crime and violence, 6%. Unifying the country, 5%. Race relations and racism, 4%. Poverty, hunger, homelessness, 3%. Ethics, moral, religious, family decline, 3%. All other issues named had less than 3% of U.S. adults noting them. The crime and immigration numbers may seem low, but most Americans don't live in Democrat-run high-crime areas or near where immigration problems are most acute. If the responses were broken out geographically, I suspect, I being Stephen Hayward, uh, power line, I suspect you'd find pockets where crime and immigration come in at the top of the list of issues. Uh, Okay, so for example, if you did a blind survey of Minneapolis residents and you didn't offer them pre-cooked responses, and you said, could you name me the top 10 issues you think face the city of Minneapolis, you're not going to get 
diversity and inclusion. You're not going to get equity. You're not going to get climate change. Well, climate change and everything that falls underneath that. Right. You're going to get crime, public safety, high cost of living, taxes. The people that Ilhan Omar represents would be more inclined to not worry about those things. They'd be worried about whatever Ilhan Omar tells them to be worried about. They're fairly new to America. They haven't developed strong American traditions such as home ownership and property tax worries and how to get the kids to school. They're they're living a kind of different world than most Americans are. Is that a fair statement? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and they live in a very urban existence for the most part. So Ilhan Omar, uh, she's set. She's her her uh, her third rail life is set because she's got the right people behind her, and th- the rest of us uh, are struggling to put down answers like, "Boy, that that's a good one." The government and poor leadership that'd be at the top of my list. Yeah, <laughs> and that number one, that Joe is my theory on why they are pushing climate change, solar power, wind power, battery operated cars, pronouns men giving birth. The reason they're pushing all those agendas on us is to distract us from the government, poor leadership, economy in general. And distract us from what they what what they are providing offers no solution to the problems Americans face. Right. Right. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, we are led by people who are incapable of acknowledging and addressing that which most Americans are troubled by. And that's almost a blanket indictment. I mean, you can make exceptions, and there are a few, but it seems like that that holds true right across the board for all of them. And again, you you do this survey in any any area of the country closest to the tallest buildings, you're not going to get the answers that the leaders of the cities closest to the country's tallest buildings are providing you. We're not worried about your pronoun, right? Or if you're a guy and want to have a baby, well, you can't. You're a guy, right? It's my theory, and I could be wrong, and I'm willing to be corrected. That if you're worried about climate change. Your life is too comfortable. Good point. Oh, and I think that's I think that's an important aspect of what we've witnessed over the last twenty five years in this country as we've kind of gotten our arms wrapped around the mystery. We don't have anything else to do. We're spoiled. Yeah. The poorest people in this country have twenty five inch color TVs and cars. I mean, this is we're spoiled, and it, the chickens are coming home to roost. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I've never understood what that means. <laughs> They're coming home but for a roast. The wrenches are being thrown at the monkeys. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. You're damn right. Hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big football weekend again. Gophers uh, playing an afternoon game. Yes. And the They're Vikings. Playing the Hawkeye. And the Vikings, they're at the Hawk, right? I believe they are at yeah, the Hawk. And, yeah, and uh, the Vikings have a Monday night game. The mm-hmm. baseball playoffs are underway. Get to Spencer Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats and lay in the product. This is what's going to make your weekend taste the best. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats about a mile north of Hugo on Highway 61. 
and in Forest Lake, just west of 35 on 97. Uh, they've got meat and cheese snack packs. They've got burgers, brats. You you know the drill. GLers have flocked to this place. Hell yeah. Weekends are, you ever been there on a Saturday? I have been there on a Saturday. But they have a lot of help, but they're hiring help too. They're so popular, they need help. Taco Tuesdays just got better mm-hmm. because of the uh, taco bratwurst. Uh, here's what you can do, too. You can call them ahead of time and tell them, look, I'm having a big football feed Sunday. Uh, no, maybe, yeah, Sunday, because you still are going to watch NFL games on Sunday. And they'll put it all together for you, so when you stop by and pick it up, boom, it's ready. Got it. Call the uh, Hugo store at 651-426-2800 or call the Forest Lake store at 651-982-1182. And either on or before Christmas, a new White Bear Lake location will be opening. This is uh, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. They were made for this time of year. They're good all year long. But this time of year, you can just smell that stuff all through the neighborhood because people get the Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Is that off air? Yes. I'm not that dumb. How dumb are you? You remember how <laughs> dumb I used to be? Yeah. I'm better now. All right. Let's turn our attention to Chicago. I think it's our future. Oh, joy. Got a lot of stuff. I, you know, a lot of this, is, I got a lot of things. Things. Good lot, things or bad things? A lot of people. Pretty bad. A lot of people. We just don't. We just. Pretty bad. It's How about St. Paul's going to not have a zoning ordinance? You can do whatever you want in any neighborhood. You can. What's wrong with that? You can have quadruplexes. What's wrong with that? And it's I tried a... to explain this to the leading lady last night. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's going to be contrary to whatever I say. Right. And I say, you don't get it. There's nothing to stop your neighbor from selling his house to someone who wants to turn it into a duplex. There's, that with this new zoning law, there's nothing that will stop that. But it's only it's only housing related, right? I, I don't know. I've only seen the headlines. I didn't read about it. Yeah, it's housing. So no longer single family. Everything in St. Paul is pretty much single family housing. So That'll we can't get wiped off the books. I can't put a Clark gas station across the street from your house. Still, no, this right? would be that would be a Just different housing. zoning oh, problem. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. In my Clark gas station, I would sell Kent cigarettes. And the, and the ideology, of course, is that they it. hate the family. They don't believe you should own a house. That's Anybody unfair. get that? Clark Kent. I, Clark Kent. I get I it. You'd right sell away, Kent yeah. cigarettes. I, yeah, I got at, at my Clark station. Yeah. There isn't even Clark stations anymore, is there? Or Kent cigarettes. Or but, you know. Clark sandwiches. Kent's. I, was, uh, Kent's. I had a Kent or two. Yeah. Joe, I, I was thinking. Think, I, was thinking I don't think Joe got it. Yes, John? Clark Kent. You got it, Joe. Didn't John, you I did Kent? get it. John, can I help you? I, well, I, I was thinking maybe <laughs> when you said you said your wife, uh, you know, she's going to be contrary to you no matter what. Yeah. That might be because you start conversations with, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> no, that came about halfway through it. Oh, that was to reinforce the point. Do you, do you start conversations at the dinner table with, listen, moron. Listen, listen. you moron. Listen. Let me tell you, you idiots. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder why she's so defensive. <laughs> Look, you don't get it. You don't get it. And I'm You're not going to understand. Joe, you don't get you it. Be thinking. Are we ready? <clears throat> no. Uh, give me 10 seconds. 10 seconds. And she said, well, there's there's double houses on Ford Parkway. I said, yeah, it's on an arterial street. They've been there for 75 years. It's a whole different deal. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go, Chris. Okay. How many of those do you win? None. Okay. Rolling. No, even when you're right, you're wrong. Yeah, That's right. 50 50 90. Joe Suchere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they all they can throw tears right. at you. He's wrong. If you're winning, then they can start crying, and then you feel bad for them. Right? Oh, yeah. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. You should do that next time, Joe. You're playing the I'm game of flaws. I'm that next time. Next time you're playing the game of flaws and you're losing badly, just start crying. Crying, yeah. yeah that's what I was going to say. Usually I start crying. Feeling? See, see how that goes. Uh, you prick me, do I not bleed? <laughs> GLers, uh, what you have to do is you have to ask Rich. Rich will explain everything. But first of all, before you get to that point... The reason you're going to go up to Maple Grove Lock and Safe is for the rest of October. That's what did we determine yesterday? Two 14? weeks. That's, so 13 uh, days? October. Yeah, a couple weeks. 20% off all safes in stock. Rich is making room for the new stuff coming in. And even to make the deal even more attractive, he's going to throw in a free accessory installation there. Um, our valuables, what else matters? I mean, our gold bars. Our trinkets, grandma's wedding ring, our wheat pennies, maybe some firearms. Uh, we need to keep those things safe. We need to keep them safe from calamity. We need to keep them safe from the children's and from the bad guys. All of it. Children's and bad guys. Um, so that's why you go up to Rich, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. You pick out your favorite Liberty Safe. And trust me, Rich will help you out there. You're not going to go home with something you don't need or isn't going to work. And you're going to be happy, and your valuables are going to be um, happy, and you're going to be happy with Liberty's new policy regarding keeping your passcode or a backdoor passcode around. If you're not down with that, that's fine. Liberty will get rid of it for you. The Rich has all the details there, so make sure you ask him about it. But 20% off, you're not going to find a deal like this for a long time. Any in-stock Liberty safe for the rest of October, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, right there in the Grove, or on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I'm reading from the Chicago Sun-Times. Uh, Chicago will host the 2024 Democratic National Convention. <laughs> Uh-oh. An estimated 1,250 migrants are arriving in Chicago by bus every day. They're sleeping on the floors of every police station. Over 800 of the illegals are staying at O'Hare Airport. Uh, in a city where it can get cold, the administration's only plan to cope with the human tide is to put up. They're going to establish winterized tent camps in city parks. The giant tents might house as many as 1,000 illegal immigrants each. Now, the convention is at the United Center, right, where the uh, yeah. Blackhawks play and the, and the Bulls. And the Bulls. The Bulls. And so far, they've been able to keep that in use for the Bulls and the Whites and the, and the Blackhawks. Uh, it's 960,000 square feet. And no one is talking about it yet to house the illegals. But, but it... it 
what if that happened? Because that's where you're holding the convention. And they're running out of places to put these people. Uh, Brandon Johnson, he's a radical leftist who uh, is the mayor. He, he wants Chicago to be a sanctuary city. And it, the elephant in the room has become, okay, we're having the convention in Chicago. What the hell are we going to do? You're, you're, it, it will be unavoidable to, to not see this problem that Democrats have created. Mm. What are they going to do about it? They, they're bringing in military contractors uh, to set up tent cities. It's uh, Governor Pritzker, once a strong ally of Biden, has proposed dumping the illegal aliens in federal buildings. Uh, he dispatched a letter to Biden warning that the federal government's lack of intervention and coordination at the border has created an untenable situation for Illinois. The future home of the DNC, the United Center, remains off limits, but Chicago has been taking over schools and parks and closing daycare centers. Now, we just had it the other day where a football team lost its field house. Yep. You know, a youth football team. Uh I I have no idea how they're going to handle this, but it should not be surprising. Uh, black residents of Chicago are, are justifiably they're extremely outraged. upset. The Chicago crisis is not so different than New York and other cities suffering under the horde that has been allowed to cross the border and penetrate the country. But it's a particularly big problem for a place that will be used to showcase the accomplishments of Biden. Mm. I mean, that's what this convention is. It's a cheering fest. How can this be ignored? I I read um, the beginning of September, uh, something like 13,000 um, illegals had arrived in Chicago. That was the beginning of September. In 10 months, delegates from all over the country will converge on Chicago. Uh, they're going to be looking for hotels like the Inn of Chicago on the Magnificent Mile. That's filled with migrants. The migrants will eventually have to be booted to make way for the DNC delegates who won't want to share their drugs with the illegals. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the Magnificent Mile? Where is that? I'm on Michigan Avenue. Michigan, yeah. Downtown, so, the main street downtown. Okay. So I'm actually very familiar with that, and that's my idea. Let's throw up a fence between Michigan and Lakeshore. We call it Grant Park, but it'll be the new immigrant camp. They put them in there. It'll be kind of like a prison camp in the Civil War. Same thing. Let's shove them in there. <laughs> Biden's decision okay. to open the Jeez. border and funnel the invaders into America might have long-term political advantages for the Democrats. But in the short term, it's alienating even his base in New York, Chicago, and overrun cities. This will be on display in 2024. Democrats are already worried that Republicans will disrupt the DNC convention by busing more illegal immigrants to Chicago. And no one has a plan to deal with that. Brandon Johnson, an incompetent racist, has no plan except to blame it on racism. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, uh, I'm not done with Chicago. I do have a prediction. Won't they just move the site of the convention? No. Maybe to, uh, well, I don't know, 
uh, Minneapolis. Well, what does that oh, say, though? What I'm does down. that say, though, that you have to abandon ostensibly one of the greatest cities because in the country? at some point, they're going to realize, uh, hey, this is kind of a bad look. We might want It wanna... says the current conditions is what it says. Sure. You're right. That's a Buckingham fountain. That's just a big bathtub. You'd call cleaned up in there. Is that where the Buckinghams got their name, do you think? From the Buckingham Fountain. Were they from Detroit? Chicago. 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 Yeah. Could be, huh? Biden's open border policies. <laughs> was that one of those questions no. that I wasn't supposed no, to no, answer? I was, no, it was, I was, I was confused, too. Yeah. It's your show. Yeah. We'll just go with it. Detroit. The Buckinghams. They were, uh, they were a good group. Blade Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Biden's open border policies have created a feud with the mayors and governors of major Democrat strongholds whose support and allegiance should have been unquestioned. Now the DNC is preparing to hold its convention in a state and city that is turning hostile to Biden and whose misery will showcase the consequences of the party's immigration policies. After another 10 months of 1,250 migrants arriving a day, Chicago could have have a third of a million alien invaders, and by then the only place to put them will be at the United Center. Wow. Isn't this something? Now, Chicago, uh, what a, what a, you know, it used to be a toddling town. Was Chicago the toddling town? Thanks, thanks, Frank. Yeah, yeah it was the toddling town. It was a toddling town. town. Hey. Yeah. I have something else on Chicago. You got it, Chairman. And this is I from the some. Sun Times. A lot of I fun knew. in Chicago. I knew Me a too, man who kissed his wife. So have I. Fun town. Never been. The long-awaited analysis by Chicago Public Schools, and they're really who run the city, the teachers' union and this Brandon Johnson, who's attached at the hip to them. They run Chicago. They have examined the needs of the school facilities in Chicago. They've come up with a number they need for repairs and modernization. You ready? Mm -hmm. $14.4 billion. It's just a number, Joe. (laughs) Just a number. And why? (laughs) Because the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the people in charge have never taken care of the things we care about. They have never husbanded the infrastructure. They've never taken care of the buildings, the roads, the bridges, the Mm -hmm. water. They're, They're too far gone. Their destructive policies has resulted in Chicago, for example, needing $14.4 billion. I'm sure that's just fraught with fraud and driven up costs to address emergency building repairs and fully renovate 522 public school buildings. Uh, this is what officials estimate in a new report that also predicts the school system's falling enrollment won't turn around for ne- for at least three years. The school buildings, on average, are 83 years old. Hmm. They've never been taken care of by Democrats. Where's the audit? Where's the audit that's supposed to follow? It has also been apparent that many of the city's school facilities need serious upgrades for health and safety. Uh, kids are studying among hazards such as Lead paint, leaky ceilings, broken floor tiles, and deteriorating walls. It's a 192-page report. 
The schools are already facing a projected $628 million structural operating deficit in 2025 that the Board of Education members have been warning about for over a year. The city is really doomed, isn't it? It's doomed. It it seriously is. I went up to see Mike Royko once. I was in Chicago and I wanted to visit him. And I went up to the, the that beautiful Chicago Tribune Tower. Yeah. No longer houses the Chicago Tribune. It's right on the river. It is. It's beautiful. Yep. And and I got as far as the glass walls of his office only to see him snoring on his couch. I couldn't interrupt him. He was <laughs> big letdown. Uh, uh, the other thing we're learning about these schools in Chicago is that many of them are nowhere near capacity enrollment. Right. So wouldn't you, wouldn't, here's what I would do if I was the king. All right. Why don't you. You're king of Chicago. Why don't you do a report that would trim the 522 schools down to maybe 200 schools and have more. Uh, have better enrollment, and you would need less than $14 billion to fix up 200 schools. And then you could use the other 300 and whatever schools for migrant shelters. You just you just hit the answer, and you didn't even know it. Right, big swing. That's because me smart. See again, <laughs> accidentally you came up with something, and it wasn't up from Twitter. No, this is their answer. That's in some of these schools, you don't even have fifty percent capacity. Right, you already have cafeterias. Trim you your have... bathrooms. Yep. Okay, you've got five hundred. We're solving Chicago. Chicago's our second biggest listing area in the country. Brandon, send logic. me the check. Yep. My friends call me cash. Hey. Keep 200 schools (laughs) for the poor parents that must use them. And then you've got 322 schools that become migrant shelters. Are are these in neighborhoods? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm just thinking if we did this. it's not in my neighborhood. (laughs) I was just thinking if we did this in Minneapolis, how this would go over if all of a sudden Roosevelt was hosting. I hate to bring this uh, up. Or south I hate to or bring this Kenny, up. Kenny, it would go over like a fart in church. Oh, yeah. I hate to bring this up. Yeah. I just said for the third time. Why how have we avoided this? How oh, is, it's you know the answer. It's headed our way. How have we avoided this? We try it out in Chicago. Because we're run by the same incompetent mm, fools. New York is full. Yeah. Chicago's getting fuller. It's coming here. It's already happening in Seattle. Portland. I don't understand why they're picking cold weather towns. That's yeah, a hell of a place to be homeless. I'd want to be south of KC, somewhere south of yeah, KC. Yeah, I want to be in Tampa. L.A. L.A., Tampa, Miami, Fort Myers. Well, San Diego and L.A. San Antonio, Dallas, both. Phoenix, Tulsa, San Diego. Well, Let's go. I know Houston has been chock-a-block with the homeless for 100 years, so they're probably full up in Houston. Well, we've solved the problem, as we always do, hanging around the bar in the NAC Hardware and Lounge. You've got 522 public school buildings in the district. They're not going to listen to us. Uh, here's my prediction that I'm stealing from Reavers. <laughs> They'll end up using some of these schools. It won't occur to them to do it for logical reasons. They'll just do it and then look for more money. 
but you could cut your $14 billion below half, fix up the schools that are absolutely necessary, and apparently 522 are not necessary. $14 billion. And you save yourself a lot of money that you don't have. That's almost $15 billion. You don't have the money. The entire state is broke, not just will, the city. Will they fix them up, though, Joe? Well, they will, but can you imagine the corruption? Can you imagine the fraud? Uh, can you imagine yes. the cost overruns? Oh, yes. we thought it was going to be 14 It's going to be $28 yes. billion. We couldn't even get a governor's mansion here fixed. I know. Without extraordinary cost overruns. <sighs> Well, can they, uh, I don't know that they even have a means to have a ballot initiative to raise the taxes, not that people would vote for it. I, Chicago cannot put referendums on the ballot to ask for temporary tax increases to pay for a school renovation like other cities and towns can. That leaves the district taking on debt to fix its buildings or taking money out of the operating budget, which pays for programs at schools. Well, you know, the teachers aren't going to go for that because the programs at schools, you might as well just call salaries for teachers. The Chicago Public Schools CEO is Pedro Martinez. He argued that the long-term solution is the right way to go because it would also save our city money in the long run. They always use that one. Mm-hmm. That's a cliche. Yeah, you can pay me pay now. Pay me now yeah, because it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more right. in the future. Right. Oh, my God. They need sixty. They need $600 million alone to make schools wheelchair accessible. Mm. Wow. They need windows, roofs, heating, and cooling systems. That's what they're telling us anyway. Wait a minute. It's 2023. How would they have that many schools that aren't? Wheelchair accessible. Because they don't take care of what they're supposed to take care of. I see. The (sighs) district's enrollment has fallen for 11 consecutive years. No enrollment growth is expected in 24, 25, 25, 26, 26, 27. By 26, enrollment could be down to 299,000. At best, it would remain around 323,000. That's today's number. A majority of the... Here's your answer, Reavers. The last sentence of this story. A majority of buildings, 293, are underutilized. Then why are you going to spend that money to fix up an underutilized building? Because we all know the answer to that. Most of that money isn't going to fix the schools. It's going to other layers of bureaucratic BS. It's going to continue to fatten the wallets of the teachers' union and the teachers in Chicago. What could go wrong? Uh, I can't believe we've avoided this so far. Have we, I, I agree that it's just a matter of time. But have we? I mean, we've got a lot of homeless encampments around town. Have we avoided I'm, it? I'm unaware of, of daily busloads of illegal immigrants arriving in Minneapolis. All right. I, I hope it continues that way, but I have no idea. What about St. Paul? Same with St. Paul. Okay. Same with St. Paul. Say uh, EcoFund Motorsports wants us to know the great weather's not done yet. Did you see the 10-day forecast? We're I did back not. into quite a few of the mm. 60s. Great electric bike fall riding. <laughs> uh, all the uh, scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. The youth recreational equipment. 
All of these uh, Scootstar electric bikes and Bentelli bikes are on sale right now, the fall sale. That fall pickup and delivery service is underway. Store your scooter with EcoFund. They'll take care of it for, I think the fees start at 270 bucks, but you get full storage, battery tending, tune-ups. It's fantastic. I do it every year. It's a, it's a great outfit. EcoFund's been with us since the beginning. It's a one-stop recreational center. Motorcycles, scooters, golf carts, uh, Vanderall cars that are just the sweetest thing you've ever seen. Great service, helmets, apparel. It's uh, EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. It's on 97, immediately west of 35, with a great big parking lot where you can test drive your new electric bike and get the right fit. And in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42, and a great, great website at EcoFunMotorsports.com. Hey, John. Yeah. I just forwarded you a story from I, a listener. I saw, yeah, I, I've seen I this story. A, I'm just, okay. I don't, it doesn't. Okay. I've seen it? Yeah. Okay. I, I just, just figured, I figured. I wasn't even interested in it when it first happened 20 years ago. Sure. <laughs> Or whatever it was, fifteen years ago. JFK? No, the Van Sloot thing. The Nancy Holloway or not is it Nancy? He confessed to killing he, her. Yeah, he well, we knew that though for a while. I couldn't find my iPad at home. Do you want to know where I found it? Where? Uh, taped to a small car. What? As though it was the windshield of this car <laughs> for the three year old who now <laughs> Sits in the car while she's watching her cartoons on the screen, which has become the windshield of the little vehicle. She's distracted Ingenious. driving. Genius. It's just uh, there's really not much hope. I, I I'll never see it again. Genius. You guys, um, riddle me this. Although this is probably a better question for a rookie. William, who is now in sixth grade is one of a handful of kids that do not have a cell phone. Good. And I, yeah. I, I've said, no, he doesn't need one. Nope. We're putting this off as long as humanly possible. Yep. And I was talking to another dad who said, I can't believe you're still holding out. Has he, he, he hasn't even once brought it up to me. Not one time. We got a sixth grader who doesn't, is not allowed. Not yet. But why is why would that be in the minority? Or why do you it? even care what somebody else thinks? I don't. I've just found it kind of shocking that he's one of very few sixth graders that don't have a well, cell phone. Well, he'll be better off for it. I agree. And that's why I said, no, he doesn't need one. You tell him if he gets a cell phone, Uncle Joe's going to come down there and take it from him and run my car over it. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That'll good. But he he has not asked me one time for one. Well, then knock on wood. No, I'm not. It's... I'll, we're going to put it up as long as possible. How old were your kids? <clears throat> two. How old is sixth right grade? <clears throat> William is going to be, William. He's going to be 12, 12 in two weeks. Oh, yeah, for sure. My kids had it by then. Yeah, Dylan got one about then, right around 11, 12, right. right in there. Just don't let him get picked on for not having one. No, he won't. Because I know kids that didn't have one. Give him permission to say, go bleep yourself. Yeah. So what? Yeah. I told you to swear once. You swore twenty times. I, I, I showed that to somebody <laughs> recently. Oh, I never told you. Yo, damn, on yeah. the bleeping business, bitch. Ms. Green. 
I said you could say two. Don't talk to me now. I got a lot yeah, of my mind. I got a lot of my mind. Not now, y'all. I, I want to go upstairs over my over my lines, go get some my rest. Lines. I got to relax. God, that is such a great bit. Chris, you had my favorite line of the day. It's probably an old line, but I've never heard it. When you so just write me out a check, and then you said my friends call me cash. My best friends call me cash. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Joe, are you ready? Yeah, does Kenny you, have something? He yesterday? sure does. No, I'm not. No, did you play yesterday? You did yeah, too. Yeah, yesterday. I did. How'd we do? Oh, well, let's not talk about it. No. Did you have a sandwich after? No, I didn't, uh, Matt. Did you have a sandwich <laughs> after? Have a sandwich after. Uh, hey, John. Yeah. Uh, yes. To the Chris. midway point of what? your uh-huh. new sponsor uh-huh. by North American Banking Company. Uh huh. We throw it to rookie. What sort sure. of optimism do you carry around with you? That leads you to believe that the next time you play is going to be any better than the last time. Kenny, you that's play. a wow. great question. How? What drives you, Joe? What is that? Uh, you're right. I mean, that's the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Well, you're awful at it, but you keep thinking you're going to get better. You know what it is? It's that. It's the two perfect shots that he makes in the I, round. I, I that's have, what it is. I have moments where I'll reel off four pars in a row. That's what I'm saying. And that's what keeps you. No, yeah. let's, oh, let's four be, might then be a I'll little. get a 12. Uh, you know, four. Mm, you know. Three. Okay. Okay. I believe we're, three. That's, let's see. We're over five years into the podcast and still have yet to be invited for the GL5 sum. I mean, when's that coming? Let's is, go. It's something else, isn't it, Joe? It's the girl with the drink cart. At the turn, right? No. She calls you daddy or something. <laughs> Can you imagine me with my garbage bag of golf balls, Kenny with his sleeveless flannel shirt, hitting up the course? <laughs> you can get a killer hot dog great. at that turn, though. I think it'd be great. Rookie, hey, you, you guys, love what? One club. You some bitches got me yeah. PBR. Let's go. <laughs> with a straw hat. <laughs> I mean, what if I have PBR? <laughs> I doubt it. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Just for Kenny, I'll do this. Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, <laughs> it's a big number. Here's Joe Suchere. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's a mechanic in a bottle. It's a miracle in a can. It's seafoam. You pay a few bucks for a can of seafoam. Let it do all of the heavy lifting of keeping that ride running top notch. I don't care. What do you got? 2,000 miles on that thing? 200,000 miles? Doesn't matter. How many semis are on the road right now with a million miles on them? You just throw in some sea foam, let it do, do all the work, keep that thing out of the shop. We as GLers, we love this do-it-yourself stuff that helps our engines last longer. It's up to us to spread the gospel of sea foam to those who may not know. Look at Rookie. He, his his CI index is pathetic. He doesn't know anything about automobiles or combustion engines. But I know he, one thing. Yeah, here it is. Seafoam. Seafoam. is beautiful. It's just the easiest way you can keep your engine running strong. Use seafoam motor treatment. Use it in the yap. Throw it down the yap. Put it in the gas can uh, or the gas tank, excuse me, or throw it right in the crankcase. It works in all of those areas. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Here's John Height. Uh, Thank you, Joe. Before I get to news, because you guys brought it up and because if it involves music, I have to look up the answer. Uh The Buckinghams got their name because they wanted to fit in and appear to be a British invasion band. So Buckingham Palace. 
Sure. That's, uh, that's it had uh, nothing to do with the clever. fountain. had very nothing clever. to do with the fountain. Like All many right. bands, they just decided they were going to try to look and British. Nothing to do with Detroit. No. Huh? <laughs> nothing to do with Detroit. I thought was Detroit. Here's, here's my, uh, my Buckingham um, fountain story. It's after the Blues Fest one night. Everybody is uh, severely intoxicated. This is why I love people from Chicago. They're so awesome. Drunk girl, drunk guy, drunk guy trying to convince a gal to get into the fountain. And the police are right there, and they're arresting anybody that gets into the fountain. And he finally talks her into it. She gets arrested. If this is on a Friday night, he says, I'll see you Monday morning, and walks away. <laughs> oh, wow. That's news. In news, the Minneapolis City Council's Committee of the Whole again has delayed action on the topic Tuesday afternoon of figuring out where the third precinct will be. They've postponed all these it. people are so incompetent. <laughs> Look at all the time we're wasting. <laughs> They've postponed Please. it now until the committee's October 31st meeting. Uh, the oh. mayor, Jacob Fry, said, I understand these decisions are controversial. I fully understand regardless of what decision we make, there will be people that will be pissed off. That is his quote. And still, we need to make a decision and make it now. People in the third precinct need service. Well, instead, the council again opted to delay the decision another two weeks so that more information can be collected. Uh, council members Michael Rainville, your gal, Latricia Vitaw, and Lisa Goodman were the only members to not support the motion to table the measure. They wanted action taken. The council law opted to have the mayor's office do further analysis of the vacant city-owned lot at 2600 Minnehaha Avenue and provide an explanation of how the public would have a say. Aisha Chugati said, due diligence is not indecision or inaction. Thoughtfulness is not indecision or inaction. And consensus building is not indecision or inaction. I think all three of those things are actually good government. Sense is razor. No. There could not be a clearer example of Mysterians failing to maintain existing infrastructure than this. For, for a fraction of what they want to spend, they could go fix up the existing third precinct building. Perfect example right here of how poorly led we are. And the mayor saying this is a controversial. Well, it's because you're making it because, controversial. Because it's Sensum's razor. Let me get you the latest definition, the most current, and the one we're going to use. Uh, I have it. I have Harry's a, razor. I have a stack of stuff here. I have it. Hold on. I'm, race, I'm racing you. Uh, you ready? No, I got it right here. You can get them. Uh, disguising Dis a self-serving agenda as public good by ignoring common sense values. Narcissistic hucksterism. Yeah, that's David oh. Brooks. So this is us. This is an example of uh, disguising. Uh -huh. There's a better. There's a better definition. <laughs> Intentionally disguising one's self-serving ideological agenda hmm. as public good by ignoring common sense values, especially by those in the political class. These are Jim Wolf's definitions. What they're doing is they're disguising the need for the third precinct by bringing in all of these variables that have nothing to do with it. 
their ideological pretending to care about the feelings of the people who were emotionally traumatized in the spring of 2020. And so the, the, the common sense answer is right in front of them. Go fix up the building. But they can't because they're telling you about all of the other things they have to be worried about. You the, don't have to be worried about that, but you are because you're morons. The committee chairperson, who's Linnea Palmisano, uh, hopes they don't have an ulterior motive because she said, remember, all the seats are up for election in November. And she uh, said it would be unfair to pass that decision off to the next council. So perhaps uh, that enters into their thing. Right. I, I don't know. Hey, John, um, yes, curiosity, sir. does your newscast have a sponsorship? Well, it does. It's brought to you by North American Banking Company, Chris. Thank you, John. Yeah, but Joe, by calling them morons, you're slipping into the uh, Hanlon's razor bit, and you're assuming they're stupid and they don't have any malice. Well, I, I say they have malice. Yeah, it's not Hanlon. It's it's Sensum. It's Sensum's razor. But you and see what I'm saying. I do, and you're right. Uh, morons is uncharitable of me. They're not morons. They're ideological busybodies that yeah, can't evil. get the basic work done. Yep, evil. In error in Ramsey County's electronic payment system accidentally double-charged almost 700 businesses and residents last week. You better check, bro. <laughs> Ramsey County officials. Sometimes it just seems like it doubled, right? I saw that headline. The first thing I did was call John Height. Yeah, the first thing I did when I saw it this morning was put it in my newscast. About an hour later, I got Kenny's <laughs> message. Yep, already on it, Kenny. Don't worry. Uh, Ramsey, Joe, uh, you're, you're awfully quiet here. Keeping track, huh? Ramsey County officials posted an alert on each page of their website warning taxpayers about the error. The alert states the issue caused customers who made an online payment between September 29th and October 2nd to be charged again on October 13th. That charge, the same as their original payment, hence a double payment. Does it affect me because I don't pay online? Okay. I go to the post you office. go to the yeah. post office. It takes a rather large box. withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> Got two stamps on that one? Mm. Okay. Heavy. The payment system vendor, Core, has had the new electronic payment system in place for about a year and a half, according to officials. They say this is the first time the county's had any issues with it. Officials say they're still working with Core to understand the details of the error. Somewhere in here, I, I'd have to find it. I have a story about the, the uh, IRS um, working towards a goal of going completely paperless. And uh, this is going to just be a nonstop issue when that happens. AI is just going to kill this country. Yep. Hi, Joe. How you my doing, guy, buddy? Uh, my <laughs> guy does it online. Yeah, so as my gal has for 10 years. So does mine. But all of my work is pen and paper. Well, me too. I give him a, a lunch bag full of... By scraps of paper. <laughs> I bet that's a delightful I bought some moment. carrots. <laughs> I bought stamps. Stamps is in the box number three. <laughs> you can write off stamps, though. I do. Okay. Yeah. I paid $45,000 in high-test gas, and I paid cash for every single gallon. <laughs> the superintendent of St. Paul Public Schools has been named the 2024 Minnesota Super of the Year by the Minnesota Association of School Administrators. What? Uh, really? 
Dr. Joe Gothard will now be considered for National Superintendent of the Year, which is announced in February. Mother of God, what standards must they have? During the American Association of School Administrators National Conference on Education, Gothard has been superintendent in St. Paul since 2017. I don't know what he looks like. You ever see but him? I don't see him around. Yeah. He's uh, he's bald. He's got a goatee, I think, if I recall right. So yeah. there you go. Uh, why don't we, on that note, take a short break here and hear from our friend, the rookie. Johnny Cake, thank you very much. Since we're talking about the uh, superintendent, that brings me to education. And I want to educate you about Minnesota Masonic Charities. They are fantastic. And you know how we always do this, this day in history yeah. by the Traveling Lymans? Well, I'm going to give you some history courtesy of Minnesota Masonic Charities. It's true that the Freemasons have their secret handshakes, the fezes, the fancy hats, countless historic channel problem, programs, but they like to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain, caring for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington. Millions of dollars in scholarships for Minnesota students. And one of the great things they're proud of is unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children who are struggling to find their voice. And most people know about George Washington, Ben Franklin, Paul Revere. They were all Masons. But how about this? Gustif Eiffel. The director, the uh, maker and architect of the Eiffel Tower. Really? Bob Feller was a Mason. W.C. Fields. No. And keeping with the comedians, uh, Bobby Hackett. Really? Yes. That buddy's brother? Uh, Bobby? Bobby Hackett. Isn't he the comedian? There's That's Buddy. buddy. There's Buddy Who's Hackett. Bobby Hackett? Okay. I don't know, but I, he was I a was, Mason. It was on the list Costa here. Costa Bleepin' Rica. Jolton Joe Frazier. No, basically it was Jolton Joe DiMaggio. He put on the fez. He put on the fez. Yeah. I tell you what, if you want to learn more, and I do want what? you to learn more about Minnesota Masonic I'd Charities. I'd love to learn more. MNMasonicCharities.org. Wow. I'm confused org. now. Yeah, not Buddy. It's Bobby. He played the trumpet. Uh, MinnesotaMasonicCharities.org. 5960. S with no brakes, just bouncing oh, off the guardrail. Yeah. That's <laughs> how my education reminds me of this. Yes. Yes. A couple of times you spun around, you were going downhill backwards. You were on two wheels. Yeah, it's it like in all That's the games. <laughs> the Mario driver in the game. It's like a car with no tread in the tires, just driving Henry across the lake. Henry Ford. <laughs> Henry Ford. He was one. He was Ooh, amazing. No, don't no. use Henry. Okay. Bobby Hackett. He, he donned the fez. Bobby. Or Buddy. Where's yeah, Buddy Hackett? What the? Ruck, I don't know a Barry Hackett. Who is Barry Hackett? Ruck, I don't know a Barry. <laughs> Bobby Hackett. I thought it was Buddy. American jazz musician, trumpet, cornet, and guitar. Yeah, I was telling you all that, but then I looked down and saw my microphone was oh, muted. Oh, you were, oh, thank you. John oh. wins. Uh, yeah, famous <sighs> Freemasons. That was funny. Um, check one two. Do we have to do a disclosure statement? Yes. Oh yeah. As an John, independent contractor, oh, oh, I did. Yeah. Yes, all, all three of you need to do one. I'll do that today and send it to her. Well, what about that to... jersey? Is that an example of? Don't bring anything up jersey. on the air. Uh, that didn't happen. No. What jersey? No. 
No. No, 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 no. Oh, sip it. <sighs> Whiskey. Nope. It, it, I didn't get anything. I'll explain e how it e works. E e e you know, if we're going to have a world war. Eep, op, ork, ah, ah. Can I get a little notice? What does that mean? I, I just want a notice. A break glass. Do you smoke. want what? Do you want a weekend? I want a, a nice week. Long I want to smoke Lucky's, drink some Jameson. Uh, if you're gonna, if I'm going to die, can I have a little warning? How long? How long a warning? One, a ten years? A ten years. Give me a ten-year warning. What I want to know, I don't need a warning to when it's going to start. I want the warning is when I'm going to have to start heating up barrels. Okay? Heating up what? Barrels. Barrels. Oh. Barrels of what? I thought you were driving towards Yellowstone. No, no, I'm plans? talking World War here. Is oh. John Dunn or was that the middle? That was the middle. What's Let's heating go. up barrels? Let's go. For real. Sh shooting people. Oh. Oh. Well, see, I didn't know that either. I thought he meant putting wood in a 55-gallon <laughs> drum. I did, too, actually. Like right potatoes. Potatoes. No. Take it no. back. Doo -doo -doo -doo. We're, uh, we're killing people here. He's cooking the you potatoes. Know what? Do you mean you, like the person you hayseed? You aren't going to have any problems up there. Well, does that mean I'm going to have to keep paying my mortgage since yes. I don't, I'm not going to have any problems Won't up that there? be the irony that the last people to pay will be the rural people? Because we'll be just, you know, we'll laying on the street yeah, here. Purge the purge. Am, am I rural or am I urban? Will I still be here? You're ex-urban. Ex-urban. Is that you're good like or bad? You're like a fallen away Catholic. Is that good or bad? Well, you're that too. I but... don't know what that is. <laughs> you ready? Hey, let's go. Um, Je suis prêt. You remember who saved the country in Red Dawn, right? Save the country. John Connery? No, it was, no, the, it was, it the, was Patrick Swayze and the all the kids. The kids out in the middle of, uh, what was it, Kansas? Um, yeah. I forget where I, it was. I need back my end of the world but they, thing. They had uh, the radiator overheated, and they didn't have any water. Yeah. And so they all peed in it. Yeah. I thought that was clever. That works. Yeah. Wow. Is it here now? Well, wasn't that Leah Thompson, Minnesota's own? Do you need it right this yeah. minute? She was well, it would be nice to have it back. Jennifer Gray and Leah Thompson. I don't need it this minute. Okay. I'm completely lost at this point. Uh, I've already, already got. I took a, a shipping container and I buried it. So okay, I've already. Again. I've already got a spot to hide. You got, uh, I think you're clicking that blank button. Seventeen conversations going on here. Like a private room? What's it called? Uh, no. Escape room. Escape room. Panic room. Panic room. Yeah. Nothing's working. Nothing's filled with cigarettes because cigarettes will be the new. This guy wears. There you go. I monetary. have a. Uh, Silo full of tortillas. <laughs> um, I will trade working. you a pack of cigarettes for a tortilla. I don't know. Do what now? Um, exactly. You're right. I think. You know what we should do as a a group thing? Go do an escape room. Huh? Can you imagine how we would all fight to try to get out of the escape room? I well, didn't we, do anything. This, we this brought this up every with day uh, this week. management. We were suddenly gonna, it stops. We were going to take a motor home to Nashville. Oh, That's saw, been ruled yeah, out. Nashville cats. Yeah, we can't go to Nashville. Mate. Mate. Because he can't pay money for good content. Good content has to come at a price, and that price has to be very low. There, I said it. Okay, it's out in the open. Done, done. I, I'm ready. Who's got something here? Reavers does. Let's go. All right. Hey, Chris, let's go, huh? Yeah. Are we going? Well, I'm in well, trouble now. Are we on you break? are. 
You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. If you're like the rest of the show and preparing for the end of the world, uh, <laughs> make sure you have the best water known to man inside of your home or what's left of it. Yeah. Kofferman Water in Connecticut, Joe. That's who is the best. Uh, I made the switch years ago. Very, very, very happy that I did. And I think you will be too. So here's the deal. Have them come out for that free water analysis today and get on that schedule. 952-894-4040. That's the phone number. You can also visit their website, which is hoffermanwater.com. You get that new system from Connecticut. It's going to solve all of your problems. Well, except for nuclear war. It really can't do much for that. But it can give you the best water. Uh, and it'll help you with everything. Your laundry, your showers, everything is going to be better. Relationship once. with your wife? Relationship with your wife? <laughs> Maybe. Um, Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. Thank you, Chris. In other news, Israel's war cabinet today approved the entry of humanitarian aid to Gaza from Egypt after following uh, following pressure, excuse me, from the U.S. and other countries. It comes after an hour-long meeting with President Biden in Tel Aviv. Biden said he welcomed the decision, stressed aid would be suspended if Hamas tried to take control of it. While in Israel, the president vowed to show the world the U.S. stands in solidarity with Israel and offered an assessment that that explosion at a Gaza Strip hospital that prompted mass protests in Arab nations apparently was not carried out by the Israeli military, but by the Islamic Jihad, another terrorist organization in the Mideast. Biden said, based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not you, speaking to Benjamin Netanyahu. Biden later said he based his conclusion on the data he was shown by the Defense Department. The visit to Israel coincides with the humanitarian concerns in Gaza. Israel said Wednesday, a radar as well as independent video showed that rocket barrage fired by the militants misfired and caused that explosion at the hospital. Um, Barry Weiss has a... Mm. screenshot of Just the New York Times yeah. and how there's, what, three different headlines, Kenny, on this particular story? The first being Israeli strike kills hundreds in hospital. That's not true. Palestinians say. Then they updated it to say at least 500 dead in strike on Gaza hospital, Palestinians say. But basically just showing you how the online press can be manipulated so quickly and so easily. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very interesting. Well, especially the Times, which is pro-Hamas. And GLers, it's B-A-R-I-W-E-I-S-S on Twitter. Yep. Barry Weiss. The latest from the Speaker of the House situation, uh, I just saw a report, uh, the second vote in, and actually Jim Jordan lost votes today. Now 22 voting against him. And uh, one of those voting against him that changed his vote yesterday, Pete Stauber of Minnesota voted for Jordan. Today he did not. He voted for... Bruce Westerman, a Republican from Arkansas, uh, apparently the latest idea have Speaker Pro Temp Patrick McHenry take over the spot. Numerous Republicans have put forth that idea, including GOP presidential candidate Tim Scott. It's even backed by some party members who haven't been heard from in a while. Newt Gingrich writing in his weekly column that McHenry should take over the spot. Former Speaker John Boehner uh, simply said on X that he agreed and uh, drawing a laugh today as the votes were being read. Uh, John Boehner actually got a vote. To be we're not a serious country, are we? Nope, nope. We're more than happy to let the Democrats rule over us like kings and queens. Independent, uh, independent presidential candidate Robert 
F. Kennedy's presence on the ticket might spell, according to a new poll, some trouble for former President Trump. New poll shows President Biden leading Trump 44 to 37 if Kennedy runs as an independent, Kennedy notching 16 percent. The uh, poll is Marist, an NPR PBS NewsHour, shows a five-point drop among Democrats for Biden with Kennedy in the race, but it indicates an almost 10-point drop among Republicans for Trump with RFK on the ticket. Leah Meringoff, director of the Marist College Institute for Public Opinion, said it's tricky to assess the impact of a third-party candidate this early. Right now, though, it looks like Kennedy alters the equation in Biden's favor. How does this RFK fit in with the family? Uh, he goes to the clam bake in Cape Cod. Do they talk to him? Mm, when he's walking around in his uh, sandals and his Bermuda shorts. Do you think he even goes anymore? Well, I fact, don't think he goes. They release, you know, press releases saying, you know, the kids he's our don't brother, even but... like him. His his peers in the family uh, say he shouldn't be running. I did yeah. see in a recent interview, though, he has a lot of uh, bad things to say about the CIA. Hmm. Yeah. Well, because he knows the truth. No. The CIA, Kenny. They killed Kent. They killed don't, Kennedy. Don't start. Don't start. Kenny's no. going, no, maybe I you should know, just do that. You know, where's going to be it. when Ken Burns at long last does Ouch. the Kennedy documentary and <clears throat> John learns finally that this was not possible to kill a guy with a $22 <sighs> mail-order rifle? Well, you're you're wrong, Joe. I, I could agree with you, but then we'd all be wrong. So, Well, what if Ken says that? He won't, though, because what he's a he historian and my, he deals with No, my he deals question is, what if he does? What if he does? He won't, where, though, where he deals be? with facts. So you won't answer the question. Well, okay, okay, what if Joel, he does? Let, let me ask you. Will what I if, turn you around? What's going to happen when Ken Burns does the documentary that says the communists were right in Vietnam and Korea? See, it'd be the same thing. It, it'd be, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it, it's just not going to. No, it I, couldn't. I, I, we all know Vietnam was just a military complex money maker. It has nothing to do with right and wrong. It Kenny, tell to... us what finally put you off, Ken Burns. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about Ken Burns on Why not? the podcast. But well, let's sure. go ahead. See now, the council members know what's going on. Um, yesterday, going. that's yesterday, why I remember the council. Before the show, we had a big argument about Ken Burns and the way he makes Kenny. a discussion. Yeah, it was mostly me just feeding both sides so I could listen to Joe and John argue. It was awesome. Um, but I agree with Joe that I, I don't like Ken Burns, and I thought it was for a variety of reasons that had to do with his politics or the fact that he brings racism or he uses the same voices for everything. And then I was watching American Buffalo last night, and I re and I was really, really enjoying it. I thought it was good stuff, and I realized the reason I don't like Ken Burns' documentaries is all due to his haircut. There you have it. See, it's, just, you just can't it. stand his haircut. It's, it's that. Yeah. That's how simple I am. I, I was stunned because that haircut is bad, and everybody agrees with you. And I was stunned to read last week that he was 70 with that haircut. You, you can't be 70 years <laughs> old with that haircut. How do you pull haircut? that off? What the hell? Come on, Jen. You, you can't do it. It's Jeez, a Three Stooges haircut. It is. It really do you think is. it's a wig? I don't know. It, it couldn't be fake, oh, could it? I didn't even think of that. But I sit, he, I sit here, and I, I'm, I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I'm seeing him in the editing room, and it's dark, and all I can see is that haircut in the reflection <laughs> of the monitors, and it's just drives me insane. All anyway. right, are, we, are we done talking about Ken well, the, Burns? The Should I move of, on with the, the news? Well, no, the, the gist of what we discussed yesterday is I basically said, because I, I, I think he's a great filmmaker, it's lovely work, I wish he would celebrate something. 
That's all I want. I, just I, I see. And, and what okay. did I say? I said, I don't if know. you I don't watch. remember because I didn't listen to you. I don't believe if, in you. If you watch. I don't trust anything you say. If you watch the baseball one, yeah. it was almost, it was 90% celebration. Yeah. If you right. watch the jazz one, I it did. was 70% celebration. Okay. So, see, you're picking your little parts. And because go. they're they're historically factual, like a lot of people in the didn't Republican Party weren't. right I didn't now, didn't say they you weren't w- historical factual. I no, you I just want to ignore. Want to see some celebration? Can we? You just want to ignore just, it. Can we bring up something that does legitimately drive me crazy? And you two might actually agree with me. Go ahead. He he's got to stop using the same narrator for all of these things. I, it's the same guy. Doesn't I'm, bother me. Who is it on that, the new one? He's really good. It's um, the same guy. But I, somebody else. Peter Coyote. Somebody else. The Peter Coyote. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, you know, he's so really good, good but it's... Didn't I'm, Keeler do some work for him on the baseball? Yeah, I one of he them. he did, yeah. Yeah. I, I hated that he had so much negative stuff about the Civil War in that one. All right, let's move along now. <laughs> not, you know, that, always... that lure landed right here. I heard it flop. Yep. Did you, you didn't grab it? Go for it? You didn't grab it. I didn't even go ah, for it. Hanging out under the lily pad. <laughs> right there. Everything. <laughs> I'm looking like an idiot. Right. Right. There it is. Pointing there it to is. his right. I see it. Yes. I see it. Quick trip. <laughs> I've seen it. Quick Trip has apparently been having some computer issues lately. Uh, the company said yesterday its Quick Rewards program has not been uh, been in service and is still out of service. Damn and it! Other I systems. Got a quick Trip observation. Go ahead, John. Okay. Other systems were also messed up for Quick Trip, but they say they've now restored full access to most of the internal systems. Uh, they said that for the systems that remain down, they anticipate they'll be restored in the next couple of days. They said during this outage, and this is what everyone was concerned about, its credit and debit payment systems have remained secure and unaffected across its stores. They say they have no evidence anyone's personal or confidential information was acquired by an unauthorized party. They also said they plan to work with customers in resolving and correcting any potential late penalties assessed by Quick Trip as soon as Quick Rewards comes back online. The company said it was working with third-party information security experts to figure out what actually happened. No specifics were released by the company. Quick Trip is my favorite company in the country. Mm-hmm. Wow. Quick, now Quick Trip I, is up their game. Here's my observation. I thought they were limited to a, I thought they were only a regional presence. Oh, no. Last night, Wild at Montreal. Yeah. Quick Trip was on the boards. Yeah. They're in Canada. I I I didn't know that. I got it from here. Fellas, you mind if I take this one? Yeah, go ahead. When you're done, I've got something to add. Go ahead, Chris. Joe, when you're watching the, the Wild play your... Montreal Canadian. Right. The Blue Blanc et Rouge. The uh the feed that you're watching is controlled by, I believe, still Bally Sports North, whatever they're gonna turn into eventually will change. They have the ability to control the uh the the marketing yeah, around yeah. the inside of the boards. Yeah. So just because, so for instance, I have an app that I watch most of my sports and then I can flip between the home broadcast and the away broadcast. So I tuned into the Montreal broadcast yeah. and it's different signage Wait inside a minute. the boards. Wait a minute. You're telling me. You mean to tell me. <laughs> Hold up. Now, wait a minute. You mean to tell me. Got my highlight for that today. That quick trip was planted there by some other force. So I. In other words, like when you're watching a Vikings game, yeah, that red line that goes across the field, 
Yeah. That's not actually on Soldier Field. That's just on the TV. Well, that I knew that. So it's basically the same kind you of technology. Mean, you mean to tell me that the Bally Sports can put their own signage on Montreal's boards? Didn't you find it a bit surprising that they had a giant Treasure Island Resort and Casino net behind the well, uh, Montreal Canada? I don't think they have one yeah, in Montreal. A good example of that, and Chris will back this up too, is when you watch a baseball broadcast and you know behind home plate where you see the weird little signage. Uh-huh. Uh, it, you'll have in Chicago. You'll have some pizza place you never heard of there. Right. You would not have Chicago and Valley sports. Chicago is controlling it or whoever controlling that broadcast. Same with Pittsburgh. There'll be some company you don't know. You mean to tell me quick trip is not in Canada. They're multi-state. They're all over Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois. Not Canada. Not Montreal. Not I'll be dipped. Why do you like Quick Trip so much? Uh, clean, good cheeseburgers, and you can get sunglasses and sea foam and whatever you need. It's just, they got it all. You know what well, they got? Good bread. They have really good bread. You know trip. who I really, really hate? And they have nice people working there. I've never actually been to one because I hate them so much. Quick Uh-oh. Trip? Come and go. I've never Come been to go. one. I would like I would like to shut them down. They are, and I know this sounds amazing coming from me, but they are immature, petulant, little, <laughs> stupid really? children. I don't know that. Shut it down. Grow up. Act your age. Rename your stupid store. What, okay. uh, I what like happened quick to Kenny? Uh, and they Didn't are also the big shot Mayo doctor listen, who's in the Quick Trip family leave his medical practice to go with the corporate office. I was going to offer that they are looking for uh, Brandon, South Dakota, Sioux Falls, and Harrisburg, oh. and Sioux Falls. I'd like um, to run one. Michigan, Ironwood, and these are what Bessemer. That's going to be new. Well, these are new locations. New locations oh. on January first, twenty twenty three. Quick Trip CEO Don Zietlow. Retired to take care of his wife, Zietlow's son, and a former Mayo Clinic trauma surgeon, Scott, succeeded him as president and CEO. The guy left the doctor's business to go to Quick Trip. How good is Quick Trip? They got a doctor on board. They've upped their game. You can go in there, drop a deuce, get a rolling meat log, and a pack of Swishers. I thought that's what you got rid of. Um, they started in Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin, in 1965. I, I, I didn't know that 1965. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Didn't know that either. Wonder huh. if they always spelled quick wrong. Yeah. How did that happen? K W I K. Right. Why not with a Q? Anyway, I've learned something today. They're not in Canada. That was a uh, that was the trickery of television advertising. Yeah, technology, Hanjo. Huh, technology and stuff and stuff. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I cannot wait to spring that onto your Monday Night Sports Talk co-host. Hello, yes, they are. Let's wrap up with uh, this one. You should, uh, guys should have seen his reaction when he when I showed him the video of Joe's new twisty golf shoes. Twisty <laughs> dial up. I got the dial. He's on got there. dials on his shoes. That's funny. Mm-hmm. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a law. Oh, you know what? I wanted this. Just read this story just so I could do Let's this. just refer to him as the next president of the United States. All right, the next States. president of the United States. Oh, Gavin God, Newsom God. signed a law on Friday that lifts the restrictions on. Oh, I blew it. I blew Lowrider. Unbelievable. <laughs> Anyway, yep. uh, he's, I blew the whole bit. He signed it. Now you can't uh, make laws against lowriders in California anymore. 
because it was against the law in some places. Really? Uh, yeah, it was against the law. Why? Cars now, the, or clothing? Uh, cars. Cars. Dumb, dumb. cars. On behalf of thousands of advocates. Sorry. Who, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I'm so yeah. hurt. Can't that was uncalled for. I feel hurt. That was uncalled for. I apologize. My and that sorry. comes we, from the heart. Yeah, we I'm all sorry. know he's, he's more of an idiot than a dumb-dumb. So. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Whiz, that was oh, mean. No, I apologize. I'm no, sorry. you don't. You're disingenuous. I, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm, as far as you know. Lowrider culture was developed by Mexican-Americans in and around Southern California after World War II. Enthusiasts modified cars to ride lower to the ground, gave them elaborate, colorful paint jobs. Groups of lowriders would drive their vehicles slow and low through town, a pastime known as cruising. Cruising. Yep. Through the years, cruising. some police officers harassed the lowriders, who were usually Latino and broke up cruising events. California state law put limits on how low vehicles could ride, and cities and towns imposed their own bans. Really? Now yep. Now Californians have a green light, get it, to both ride low hey. and cruise. The new law lifts the formal well, restrictions that prohibit Those laws, it. John, they just hate Mexicans, right? Well, and, you make your own decision. I can't say. And the black people do it, too. They've got the lowriders. Is, is that the, uh, the shack deal? <laughs> Or the Snoop Dogg deal where the thing's bouncing? You know what? I was just yes. going to bring that up. That gives me great anxiety when they ride it crooked. Like the front, yeah, the the front left yeah. is up, yep. but the rest of the car's down. Or they do the bouncing. All I can think about is how many more bounces before it breaks in half. Huh. Well, that's a kind of a uh, an odd thing for Newsom to side with. Uh, there yeah. must be some political... Is right. something to gain for him? Well, by is it doing part that. of the vehicle? No, he must no. be curry, uh, yeah, curing no, John, the uh, Hispanic right. voters. Well, yeah, I was going right, to say so the Latino voters yeah. would, uh, yeah. I would think, would align with that. All right, yeah. thank you, Johnny. Yeah. What if I wanted to park my lowrider inside of my garage? Well, it better be a garage that's been maintained by precision door, precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Right. Because uh, you get the low rider in there, mm -hmm. yeah, and you there's a big show coming up, and you go out to open the garage door and it, it doesn't work, that would be a disappointment that your low rider wouldn't show up. And if Bally Sports North was filming God, your garage, they'd have yeah. quick trip signatures <laughs> all over the garage door. What if door? I what? was watching a game in Montreal and I saw Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities on the board? That would be wacky. That would have alarmed me. Joe, what if I'm pulling my lowrider into my garage and I've got the left front way up in the air and I can't see where the garage door open ends and starts and I just crash right into the door? They, now will, they will not only repair your door, but if you've destroyed it completely, they'll get you a new door. They put on new doors. They do everything. Precision door of the Twin Cities. They take care of everything. And uh, I mean that. If you need a new door, they got that covered. And they get nothing but five-star ratings on the Googles and the emails I get. People are very pleased. Make this your new garage door guy. You get the whole family, a GL family, precision garage door of the Twin Cities. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. They do it correctly the first time. They keep you apprised. Mm -hmm. So they're on top of it. So you're going to be entirely pleased. Uh, get help immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com or call Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities at 612-263-6985.
bottom. I know you did. You know what I'm saying. Rook, as we bump back, I need another one from you. Please. Walter? Yes, please. I'm looking like this dumb shit doesn't realize that Hello, part of the TV project. Jesus, I thought Quick Trips in Canada? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. God dang. What, which one did I tell you, Rook? Welter. Thank you. Holy crap, it's 1.30 already. Yeah. I'm going to save a couple of these things for tomorrow. Friday. Oh, shoot. I'm oh. not here tomorrow because of a funeral. Damn it. Should I go to that? Well, I don't think that's... No. You, in fact, uh, you can't. Oh, okay. That's a Reminder, we no have the obit. rabbi. Invitation only, okay. no obit. <clears throat> wow. We have the rabbi Friday. We have a rabbi. Uh, Wait a minute. What did you just say? Invitation only? That's the way they're doing it. Just keep it I, I've never heard of such a thing. but <clears throat> Oh, I love that. Then I won't feel bad, okay. No, you don't but have you to. Can give you don't that's, have to feel bad. Okay, okay. that's how my funeral's going to be, and none of you some bitches are invited. Nobody's so, invited. I'm invited doing myself. me a favor. <laughs> Thank you. Not. Thank you. I don't want to see your soul. ugly ass it's from my at, coffin. It's going to be at Mueller's, and we're going to have a bar, so everybody's drinking. Yeah, I'd go to that. I, okay. I can't. I can't yeah. work. Sorry. Can't make it that night because your wife has your balls no, up on a I, shelf. No, Whoa. I can't. I can't drink. I can make the funeral. I can't. Oh, drink. oh, you can't drink. Well, you can be my designated. Right, driver. you can drive everybody home. There you go. Pick everybody up. Uh, okay. What do we got here? Are, are Kenny and I the only consumers? Yes. Now that I can I drive at out. night without worry, I can't drive at night. Can you see that? Well, can't see that. Well. Well. And I'm not a very good consumer, Matthew. I'm not either. I fall over all the time. <laughs> do, do I'll, uh, yeah. I'll pour myself a giant glass of wine out of the box and uh, get halfway through it, and I've got to give it to the roommate to finish. <laughs> Who would drink wine out of a box? Well, it's up on top of the refrigerator, so it's really convenient. You is there a bladder out? inside the box that holds the wine, or is it just sloshing Wasn't around Wasn't that Latangela's drink of choice? Angie would take the yeah. bladder out of the box and put it in her purse. All right, Angie. Even better. She and Melly, when we went to a Twins game, they had each had one, and it had the straw coming out. Yeah, oh my god! You know, our, that's, her that's dedication. That's dedication. That's what effort. What the hell? I'm you not willing. Here? I'm not that dedicated. <laughs> I like we all it. we all used to be fun, didn't we? Oh yeah. God, yes. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't drink either anymore. Her or her husband. Who? Ange? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I, he got well. I shouldn't say we're on the thing. right. Yeah. Well, she's got about fourteen kids, doesn't she? I think two only. I just two. Yeah. Oh, only two. Oh, yeah. well, that's not that's so bad. like fourteen. Right, similar. Like, yeah, close. Seems like. like it. Yeah. We ready? Wonder if they got the iPad taped to the windshield of the car. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I'm rolling. <laughs> The earth oh. is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Look at the time. Yeah, look at the time. Uh, tis the season. Look at the time. Here's how great the Welter tech, uh, technicians are. Huh? Welterheating.com. 100 years of history, four generations. But here's how great they are. 
if you are going to put in a new heating or cooling system, they can superimpose Quick Trip's logo onto that unit at no extra charge. I would love that. That's how certified those techs are. They know exactly what they're doing. Actually, to tell you the truth, they really do. And if you do need a heating unit, a cooling unit, that's a major investment. So don't leave that to chance on any fly-by-night place out there. Go to someone with history that's local, that's family-run, and when you call them, a human being picks up the phone and will direct your call. That telephone number is 612-825-6867. Ask for the Quick Trip Special. Uh, again, heating, cooling, and air purification system or online at welterheating.com. Close out that AC unit. Open up that heating unit if you haven't already. And don't forget, heat your shelter with Rayen Welter. Hey, let me see if I got this straight. Go. So in Mil- in Montreal, I would see Quick Trip on the boards. Is that only in Montreal you would see that? Oh <laughs> no, see, the whoever is broadcasting the game, wherever, whatever lens let's you're watching the, the game Let's say through. the Wild are playing in Phoenix. You would see the same type of signage if you're watching it on that channel. If you're watching, let's say, an ESPN feed right. for baseball or, okay, uh, last night's Phillies and Diamondbacks Phillies team got a nice club, by the way. Was on TBS. Yeah, TBS is controlling the signage then of that Ooh. given uh, broadcast. Do they do Quick Trip? So when I see the Wild <laughs> play the Los Angeles Kings, I probably wouldn't see Quick Trip. If you're watching it on Bally's, you probably then I might, would. Might see it. You might see Seven Eleven, the Southland Corporation. If you're watching it on the Kings the feed, you would. You got all that. Russ Nelson wants to know, <laughs> I've been listening to your show for quite some time, and I really enjoy it. Okay. All right. The traveling Lymans are quite a couple. How in the world do they financially afford to do such long-range worldwide travel? Travel listen. today certainly is not cheap or inexpensive. Just wondering, Russ Nelson from Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. They, the Lymans... Explain that to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have no belongings anymore. They sold their house. Well, yes? No, go ahead. I was going to wait till you're done. They sold everything, and then they did careful, careful planning, uh, looking at their retirement funds mm-hmm. and how long would those funds last. And then they, they're, they're, very, uh, they're very sharp in their travel plans. They pick what can they afford. And then what I also sense they do, like right now, they're really pounding the hell out of Ecuador. So they must get their dollars worth wherever they are. Okay. Get it? Yeah. So that's how, that's your answer. Uh, they're, they're not, these aren't uh, billionaires. So it's a great question. How are they doing? They're doing it I, through <clears throat> extensive planning. I don't think it is a great question. I think the real question, Russ, and the one you should have asked, and maybe you meant to, but you were afraid to, how the hell do they put up with each other? Well, we asked him that. I said, you guys really must like each other. Yeah. And they do, apparently. Yeah. yeah. They do. I was going to point out, I might, I should replay that for tomorrow's broadcast. You but should. I did just do it back in June. My oh. favorite part of that interview is um, he'll be talking and she'll decide that his time is up. That's right. <laughs> and she just lays a hand on his forearm, and boom, he stops talking. Wow. Huh. Just like that. You can do usually, that to your spouse? You know, usually she has to punch me right in the I face. Just say, I don't want to test that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they well, would be great contestants on The Amazing Race. Well, or married forever. Yeah. 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 But they're yeah. now San Cristobal 
Galapagos Islands today. Hmm. Uh, I got to get the globe out for these people. Where, where do you look? I can do it. Right it's now. only because they come to us all the way from San Cristobal, Galapagos Islands, Ecuador, Los Lobos. How do you spell that? G A L A Papagos Island. Galapagos. Santiago. On this day, October 18th, in 1848, land in central Minnesota was set aside for the Menominee. The tribe decided not to move to that proposed reservation. Menominee. Menominee. I don't. What was that? That's a Menominee reference. Oh, what? Menominee. On this day in 1881, at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Duluth, an organizational meeting was held to establish a new hospital, St. Luke. The hospital was set up in an old blacksmith shop, and the first patient was admitted. On November 18th, it probably was reshooed. <laughs> Hilarious. Devil you. On this day, October 18th, in 1888, the Agriculture School of the University of Minnesota St. Paul campus, which was known as something, but the printer cut it off. University that, Farm. That University Farm and W.W. Pendergast was the principal. I knew a Pendergast family. I wonder if it's a related to this Pendergast. Ed Pendergast? Who? Ed? I don't know. Ed and Joyce? I, I don't remember his Ed name. Ed was an executive at um, St. Paul Companies. Might have been. Came from out east years and years ago. What are you, uh, a chamber of commerce? Uh, he was neighbors <laughs> with my Aunt Georgiana and Uncle Gary. Where? They lived in, well, at the time they lived in Stillwater, but then Joyce and Ed divorced. <laughs> And he just oh died recently. Do you know everybody in St. Paul? He just died you? recently. What? You are not a, a normal human being. Did you think you ever being. lived in Matamidae? Oh, yeah. Not but joking. That, That's because they lived on, you know where um, in Stillwater that new outlet is, whatever it's called? No. Uh, the new place that they made on Manning and... The bridge? Uh, not the bridge. It's something. But it whatever. used to just be a, a hills, and they, <clears throat> they each had... Uh, uh, acreage there. Okay, that's not Matamidi. That's Stillwater. Um, it's that's close to Matamidi. Stillwater. That's they. Um, they may have lived in Matamidi. Well, I bet the Pendergast. It's not a common name. No, is that Lake Elmo? Pendergast kind of. lived uh, down the road uh, in Matamidi. It had to be a descendant. I bet. It must have been. Wouldn't have stand, well, still been been, this guy. Could have been this guy. Would have well, been. <laughs> I don't know how old he was. Now, 60 is 60 years, and then add 12. What's that? 72? 72. Oh, boy. Could have been this guy. This, this guy died in, in 1903, W.W. Oh. Pendergast, oh. Oh. and he, he helped found the city of Hutchinson, Minnesota. Uh, maybe it's not maybe the it's same stretch, Pendergast. Yeah, maybe not. What do you hmm. think nationality it is, Pendergast? Pendergast. German. What are you thinking about? What do you have? Are you thinking? What are you thinking about? about? What about G Teddy? Teddy Pendergast. That was his brother. That's Got the it. grass. Yeah, that was grass. Not this gas. is Pendergast. Oh. Pendergast. <laughs> Sounds like a body function. It does. I got some Pendergast. Um I gotta get rid of it. English okay. and Irish, fellas. Yeah, sure. English and English Irish. English and Irish, sure. I think they built a tune, though. Yeah. Galapagos. 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 
directly east of uh, Ecuador, right out so, there in the, it's in, the in the ocean, right out there in the ocean. That's, Galapagos is where, what's his name went, uh, evolution so, guy, Charles Darwin, remember? That's where he did all his investigation of evolution. The How Galapagos. could it be east, Kenny? Ecuador is on the, where is Ecuador? West, west. did I west. say east? You said I meant east. west. It has to be west. Uh, well, what about the big stone heads? Where are they at? Stonehenge? No, that island with the big stone. Oh, with the weird oh, faces. Uh, yeah. Is that Galapagos Islands? No, Galapagos. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of Easter Jesus. Island. Yeah, Easter Island. It's always it's Easter every day, all the time. It's called Easter Island. That's where uh, there's some stones are lined up to talk to the aliens. Up there. from the grave he arose. There are geography teachers yelling right now at whatever Perfect. device they're listening to. Hey, this on. John. Yes. As wrong as we are, we're so far ahead of the failed academy, they don't even teach this stuff anymore. <laughs> Galapagos <laughs> Islands, yeah. Survivor, Season 1. Do you remember? No. Oh, my God. Do yeah. you remember? Well, <laughs> if you remember. Teddy Pendergrass died in 2010. He I mean, Who was, was he in a with? wheelchair for 15 years. Oh, I didn't know was that. He, he was the group? He was lead singer of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. And then he, he went solo. And had a million number one arms. What put him in the chair? He uh, was in an accident in a van. Uh, the oh. van rolled over and he ended up paralyzed. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's a sad note. All right. Well, uh, here's the pick me up. Go to uh, Garage Logic YouTube page and subscribe. Go to garagelogic.com because the shop is open right now for some 30 years of common sense garb. And sign up if you haven't already because you don't want to miss out. The Garage Logic Town Council. 10 bucks a month, $100 a year. It's a small price to pay. All set. Joe, yes, yes, I, a believer. There's a lot of information in that last four minutes of the show. There, there. really was. None of it was any good. No, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was fun, actually. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like to learn about the quick trip side. That was, uh, that's a revelation. <laughs> God. Uh, what do we got here? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, there's going to be a lot of high school football games tonight. That but, kind of oh. advertising makes me angry. That instills rage in my heart. Well, now I'm really going to look closely at the boards the next time the Wild have an away game. They're all The boards are always changing, Joe. The message is always yep. changing. It makes, it was on there for a while. It's so insulting. They've you know, the boys had a hell of a power play last night. Yeah, yeah they, they did. Yeah, Ecker, huh? And that's a hockey town that knows its puck. They gave Fleury a uh, standing cool? Oh, Yeah, I love that. I loved it. <clears throat> uh, Is he okay. a native son? Yes. Yep. So I had a dream about you, Joe. Whoa. Yeah. That's where I'm leaving. I'm ready. You and I were sitting. I'm on, afraid to hear this. <clears throat> you, you, you and I were sitting on a sidewalk cafe over on the north side, yep. kind of uh, right up around where Psycho Susie's is. Was it a nice day? It was a lovely fall day. There's a biplane circling over us, open cockpit biplane. Yep. You and I both agreed that we would never, ever go into one of those. All right. I go for a walk, and is evidently this still the dream. Yeah, we. Uh, this is all the dream, Joe. Um, evidently, we were there because we had a gig that night there. I go for a walk. I come back. You are in, not only are you in the biplane circling, 
You are standing on the wing, and you are attempting to jump out of the biplane onto a Harrier jet, one of those jets that holds still in in air, Mm -hmm. and make this jump. Um, This instills rage in my heart. I get really, really pissed off. Um, I'm yelling at everybody about what an idiot you are. I go on a tirade. Um, Eventually, you come back. And you're uh, very late, so the gig is you know started at six. It's now seven thirty. Get to send me those stories. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm so mad that I go looking for a place to have a cigarette, but all places are occupied by kids and their um, moms, so I can't have a cigarette anywhere because I wanted to start smoking. At this point, I woke up very confused. I called Dawn, Dawn McLean. She interprets dreams. This is going to be shocking to you. In my dream, you, Joe Souchere represent me i am you Mm -hmm. i am angry at myself the biplane represents our job Mm -hmm. evidently i'm mad at you because i think our job is dumb and ridiculous and dangerous (laughs) but i'm willing to do it anyway apparently you're not i was the one standing on the wing you are me in the dream, you represent me. I am angry at myself for lighting my hair on fire on a daily basis doing this job. Huh. Boy, I don't see that dream that way at all. I know. it's To me, it's just another confusing, stupid dream. Airplane you... dreams, uh, if you're in flight... For yeah. example, but you were in flight. Good dreams. I was on the ground. You were standing right. on the wing of the right. biplane, trying to jump. Be. I was soaring. I was above the clouds. I was full of my spirit. I, I could fly. That's we how should, I see it. We should have Dawn on. Can I? I uh, think Dawn's so... full of shit. Well, that's why we should have her on. Yeah. Can you? Uh, I'm ready for your thing. What do you want? The show description. Well, and then you guys can read. Go back to dream talk. <laughs> I don't know if I'm driving grain cart today. It rained here this morning. Polling shows what Americans really care about. Yep. And it ain't what the Mysterians care about. Capitalized Mysterians. Okay. Uh, so many illegal... Migrants yep. are moving to Chicago. I'm going to say heading. Why? You didn't like the word moving? Well, moving suggests, you know, they're buying a house. You didn't on like it. the other shirt? No. I <laughs> are heading to Chicago. Uh, read me the sentence. Moving, moving indicates occupying territory. Heading means they're in, it's in a, it's a form of invading. Uh, wow, wow. Listen to Mister English teacher. So many oh, illegal good. migrants are heading to Chicago that the DNC convention in 2024. Yep. Might not have a place to gather. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Anything else besides Johnny? No. Okay, you guys can resume dream talk. No, we're done. Oh, I said. Just I've always understood Chris. that airplane dreams are a good thing if you're actually flying. If they crash, you're screwed. 
Well, because that means your life's crashing. My, um, I have a reoccurring airplane dream where a jet crashes in a field, and I'm driving by on the highway, and I'm the only, I'm the only person that responds, and I have to deal with all, have to deal with all the carnage. Yeah, I've always had dreams where I see a plane crash. Yeah, if that makes sense. I hope I never see one. Do you know those? uh, Do you ever have those? like you you fear your kid is going to be, you know. Oh, you know, God, yes. All those things, all of those have gone away since I quit drinking. I don't have those images anymore. Hmm. All of them have Speaking gone away. Speaking of dreams. Have you ever had a dream? No, no, I can't do that right now. I'm sorry. That's... <laughs> I've had a dream of a full passenger jet, though slowly circling the city and getting lower and lower and lower. But I don't think it crashes. I think I might wake up in time. I think that dream represents you. You don't know a bleeping thing (laughs) about anything. I only know what she has said because she's studied these and has books on them. Yeah, she thinks ghosts are in houses. you 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 need a hobby. Hey, uh, make sure you let's see it. sample that one at home. Let's see that. Yeah, that's 115. It's pretty good stuff. Holy mackerel. That's, that's like when the kid comes home. It's not just like yeah. a... That would last Christmas Eve. My, uh, <laughs> Sophia's boyfriend, James, bought me a really nice bottle of... What an Christmas. ass kiss! Well, and he came. It's it's not it. Christmas yet. No, this was la- this was last Christmas. It's still the same guy. Uh, yeah, James. Uh-huh. Matthew and uh, James drank the entire bottle. <laughs> I didn't get the taste. You asshole! Oh, so he's is he still doing the kissing up phase portion of the relationship? Uh, yeah, but he's a good guy. He's an HR guy. Oh, really? Well, oh, what? Oh, How does that relate to being a good guy? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love paperwork. Yeah. I don't like paperwork. Uh, that's where you need to have a meeting and some papers. And watch this film. Don't whip it out at work. Have you ever heard of a funeral? It's invitation. No. I, yes. I, really, I, was feeling, I never have. Yes. I was feeling bad that because I was just. You don't have to. Airport. You don't have well, to. Well, now I'm not gonna. But no. Just tell him I said hi. Not, well, well I he's don't, dead. Yeah. Well, tell him I said hi. <laughs> That'll be tough. <laughs> Wouldn't that house be a prime candidate to take advantage of the new zoning ordinance? Is that why it's bothering you? It really is. No, because of that. Situation. I mean, you got a house there that God only knows the future of it. What's to prevent some guy buying it and saying, I'm turning it into a triplex? Oh, wait a minute. Is this the fella I know? Yeah. Mr. Oh. Unbelievable. Hey, oh. Give me the lowdown, though, on when the fire sale is. I need a new lawnmower. The fire sale. Boy, he should have given you about five. I think he did over the years. Did I sell him? I think I sold him a you Polaris. Joe, did I sell him a Polaris snowmobile? I think I did. Uh, a modern one? No, like a 70. No, no I don't think so. Four. Well, you might have. 
TX free air. He's got that old Mercury snowmobile. I'd like to get a hold of that. That's a that's good for the shelf. You're the one that said that thing will tip over sitting still in a that's parking lot. That's what the Mercury line. did. The Mercury yeah. tipped over yeah. easily. I swear I drug a Polaris over there, and he gave me, a, you know, 100 bucks for it or something. Did you drag one over there? Yeah, tossed it on the trailer and drug it over there. Drug it, right? Dragged it, Drag. drugged it. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, seen... my gas station, which I love the guys there, and I trade there all the time, they don't sell seafoam. I was shocked. Really? I, well, you... I wanted to get a can the other day, and she said, well, I don't have any in front. I'll get some in the back that they're using. I said, no, it's okay. I'll get it somewhere else. Well, I have to get some to 